Hello, friends. It's that time, that magical time, time to go find our balls. What do you say? I'm Jeff Stuckey, riding in the shotgun position. Greg Allen, you are driving, and it's a good thing. You know why it's a good thing you're driving? Because I know where you stopped on the way over. I had a beer, actually two beers, if I'm honest, on an empty stomach. And we got another one on deck. Yeah, it's just more for, eh, I'm probably going to drink it. So um, <laughs> so anyway, this could be adventurous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's, well, have fun with it. I got my hands on the uh, wheel. Remember, we are good guys who drink and cuss a little. Okay. So we might as well. St- I got a question for you. All right. Perception or reality? Religious people cannot be friends with non-religious people. Well, if those are my choices, I would say that's your perception. Okay, that's fine. I, I, I can see where that... Now, do you get flack for hanging out with me? Be honest. Don't I can handle it. <laughs> well, I can't think up a lie that quick. So people have said, what are you doing hanging out with Jeff Stuckey? Is that true? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's awesome. Like but, a few people or a lot of people? Just the ones that know about it. <laughs> A hundred percent. Oh, I'm batting a thousand. Yeah. That's fucking fantastic. It, it, and it's never in a negative way. Oh like, no. How could that be well, negative? They're just, they're confused and they're just asking the question. And I've had two of them actually say, that's a really good thing. Hmm. And so it's like, I don't pry into why they said that, but you just take that at face value. Yeah. Just get the conversation. So you're over. saying to me that if we were generalizing mm-hmm. religious people, would not have a problem befriending non-religious people with no ulterior motive. You ask me, does that happen? Yes. Yeah, it happens, but there's also other... Is this factual, or are you just talking out your ass? I have the stats right here. Okay, good. Let's go to the stats. Okay. Stats never lie. They cannot be manipulated. What, <laughs> what are, what's the statistical analysis of this? Yeah, well, it all depends on to the extent a person is... Um, overzealous with their faith like to proselytize yeah yeah that's that's a good word um but you know you knew me in the 90s i was deliberately hanging out with people that were not believers well to make them believers (laughs) no no No? is that are you lying did you just lie Uh, Eric can fix this. God's so, listening. He knows who's been naughty no, and nice. No, let's, let's back up. Now, okay. All my, right, right. No, that's... I was just... I was making friends. Okay. Yeah, we were working out together, playing sports together, you know, watching sports together. It was it was friends. Now, and and another big part was just to help them in the, uh, in the economic kind of thing, help people get jobs, things like that. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I don't think I ever said to somebody, hey, you ought to come to church with me, you know, or... Um, you know, I don't, I don't know that I did that. Mm. So. You didn't do the, what would happen if you died tonight? No. That's a big one. Yeah, yeah. You guys like that question, don't you? <laughs> well, just because we already know all the answers and how to <laughs> right. kind of get that into a hole, you know. But it, it is um, a difficult thing to be uh, strong. What? That's the, like, that's interesting to me. Okay, go with the difficult thing. Like, uh, keep going. Yeah, to have somebody that you're friends with, you're doing life with, but you have a different paradigm or different worldview, you know, a different way to measure good or bad. Now, that's not to say we can't overcome it. But I don't have any compulsion to talk you out of your faith. And, And I think we established that at the beginning. 
No, I know. I just find that interesting that, and I've, again, I don't know if this is factual, but it does seem like religious people have a hard time not looking down on non-religious people and needing to save them. And, you know, now that you say it that way, I can remember when I was an early believer that I'm thinking, oh, man, I, I'm saved, I'm going to heaven, and look at this, I've got friends and family that are not. So I, I was very much probably annoying <laughs> to, uh, you know, ask people. That, that, just the in, like Just from, like, the enthusiasm of this revelation or mm-hmm. epiphany that I'm going to have eternal life in Disney World. Wow, you always got to put some kind of edge to well, it. Well, metaphorically speaking, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, just that, that you know, I, I thought I understood this now a lot better. And it's like, well, I have to have these conversations with people I love. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You would do the same thing if you found out that gluten or lectin or sugar were bad for you, you know, in, in your diet. And you would want to share that with people. You know, <laughs> you you might not. What did you just <laughs> No, <laughs> if I just found like a delicious new bourbon, then I would proselytize. Okay, all right. Like, okay, that's the same thing. This shit is fucking delicious. Good, okay. Like, please, like, pour it over ice, let it breathe for 10 minutes, and then let the magic unfold. Right, and at the same time, you'd be saying, slide your old times to the side and try this. No, no I'm not saying you don't need to pour that shit out, but I'm saying give this a try. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, those don't feel like we're comparing apples to apples, <laughs> but perhaps we are. I don't know. I would be interested on people's perspective about this. I know when I stopped being a Christian or whatever that is, like 90% of the people that I knew most of my life, like, mm-hmm. Psh, mm-hmm. like gone. And I don't have cooties. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. at least I guess maybe I have spiritual cooties or yeah. something, and I don't... Yeah. I don't have any interest in de- like demeaning their faith. No. And I don't, and it's like a lot of them, I genuinely miss them as people. Yeah, yeah. And it's like when you have a lot of them, like I grew up, like, mm-hmm. and it's like, how the fuck do you just walk away from somebody that you've done life with? Yeah. And, yeah. A lot of those instances for me were, and I'm doing air quotes, people who raised me. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like they were adultish and I was young and it was like I looked up to them. And then it's like, but the second that you say, and maybe this, maybe this is a non distinction. Maybe it's just anybody that the second that you say, I no longer believe, maybe it's a part of a larger argument, but it just seems more poignant mm-hmm. within the religious realm. Yeah. And I, I want to address that in a general way, but I need to point out in the specific realm for you, you need to realize people do know you're a shaman and you've got these mind Jedi tricks. Oh, fried motherfuckers, don't look me in the eye. <laughs> don't you dare. 
And so, look me in the eye. I could envision someone that was like, oh, I don't want to get in that conversation from, for, with Jeff because he's going to take me down some path and it's going to make a lot of sense. I'm not going to know how to get out of it. Well, I can dismantle some shit. Yes, I you mean, can. But you, as you have previously referred to it as taking apart toys. That's right. You're that's like, right. Dude, stop taking apart everybody's toys. And I'm like, it's so fucking fun and easy. <laughs> I know. But I think I've, I've transitioned to yeah, where it's absolutely. like, I don't want to take apart your toys. You like right. your toy the way that it is, so I'm not going to bastardize it. Yeah, okay? yeah. And that's good. If people knew that, maybe things would be different. All right. But All those people that fucking stabbed me in the back, <laughs> you bastards. <laughs> There's no hard feelings. <laughs> and I'm not okay. going to take your toys apart. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I might have come in well, a little hot on that one. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to the general part. And here's what, here's what I suspect. And I, I don't like having to say this, but if someone is a, uh, is, uh, is nominal in their faith or maybe even slightly more mature than just nominal, then they're counting on a lot of outward appearances to feel good about what they're doing. And, and it's, it's kind of shaky. And so it's like they feel better when they're doing Christian esque things and hanging around Christian people. So, you know, with you being that, that outlier that has denounced the faith it's like, well, I don't know if I want to. Now, let me, I hate to, like, personally denounce the faith. Like, oh, I, right. Or I don't even know if I want to say denounce because yeah, that feels a strong. little heavy-handed. It's just like, this just doesn't work for me. Like, people who continue to believe this, I understand why it works for you, but it just doesn't work for me. Right. Anyway, just. Yeah, yeah. So so that that's the part that's kind of scary. It, it points to a. a I'm going to say a weakness of faith. So like if I'm not really sure what I believe or sure how to practice what I believe, then I'm more leery about hanging out with someone that's that's firm in what they believe, but it's counter to what I believe. Oh, uh, gotcha. So my question, Jeff, would be what about the non-believers that push back against a believer, like may not want to hang out with them or may not want to, or, or may even, you know, um, judge them for their faith? Um, I think I would make a similar comparison that they're not secure in their beliefs, mm-hmm. that they're, there's just an insecurity there. It's, and I, I have some non-believing friends that are hostile to religion mm-hmm. and we'll even have conversations with them like, I get it, right? I get wanting to believe that there's a benevolent, all-powerful. I I get wanting to believe that there's eternal life. I get wanting to believe that I'm going to be reunited with a loved one. And sure, there's incredible comfort in that. And if that's what they want to believe, then you, you just let them believe it. But it is true that well, you kind of turn the tables on me here because it's, I guess I'd have to say that the non-religious perhaps are just as antagonistic and condescending in terms of, you know, you believe in a genie in the sky, but you don't believe in science or you don't believe in empirical data. You don't believe in, or you believe in miracles and those kinds of things. (laughs) All right. Well, you mentioned a good word uh, about 
the non-believer, <laughs> the faith that a non-believer has. And, and I think that could be a start of a good conversation between a believer and a non-believer in that we both have a faith in what we think, how the world was created, how we think it's going to progress and end. And I was like, what drew me to Christianity and to God's word was my scientific background. So you know, like in the scientific method, there's a couple of things that that just define scientific method. Like it's repeatable, you know, mm-hmm. and I mean, you can, someone else can, uh, you know, you can, I don't want to say prove it, but you can have accuracy you, and reliability are kind of our two measures, right? Like it's accurately predicts something and it can easily be reproduced. Yes. Yes. And so uh, you don't see that with a, an evolutionary kind of approach. You never see in nature chaos turning into order on its mm, own. I can I can trump that on you. Yeah, I don't. What do you mean on its own? Mount Saint Helens. What? What the fuck do you mean? <laughs> Mount Saint Helens, what? like it exploded. They the expectation of how long it would take to recuperate was like scientifically was like this. This is going to take decade and like. Fucking year later, it was like plush and green, and I've kind of yeah. I'm sorry. I have to. We're going to dismiss that. That's just ridiculous. I mean, to say that grass can grow on the side of a mountain doesn't mean that order was added to it. Okay. (laughs) I mean, we we both know that things tend towards chaos. They don't just arrange themselves. You know, molecules don't put themselves together to form a body and animals don't just mutate into something else where you have one animal. And then like so many years later, you have another animal that's like came from that one. Okay. (laughs) So, so (laughs) since we never see that, but we we can't build a science upon it that says, well, there was nothing. And then, and then all of a sudden some junk got together and formed into some kind of cell. And then that, became more complex and then more complex. And then we had a plant or an animal. I mean, that's the whole basis of evolution. No, I I'm, I'm not confused about the basis of evolution. <laughs> okay. Well, that's the part. I, that... I would say, I would say what I hold in my hand. Okay. Defies everything that you just said. <laughs> Tell me. Tell me. The, my cell phone is infinitely more complex than I am. My cell phone is infinitely more intelligent than I am. Okay. And it didn't just happen. It has a designer. That created something that is more intelligent right. than it is. So that's the idea. You had a designer and a creator. <laughs> so The so, people that create these don't even fully understand the algorithms. So they just happened? No, I'm they didn't. saying that they create algorithms that are faster and smarter than they are. Right. But the, but the word creator, you're using that word creator. So Yes, I'll but I'm saying that. it had gone from simplicity to complexity. Not on its own. Not on its own. <laughs> it had, there was input. You're telling me that you're as smart as my cell phone. No, no one said that. Okay, let's let's test I'm your a... intelligence <laughs> versus my <laughs> smartphone. Wow, you're taking this crazy direction. Go ahead. Just... I'll take the challenge. Let me have some of your beer if we're going to do this. 
Anyway, go back to what you were saying. I think there was a massive digression there. Well, I think you really helped me out by bringing up things that demand a designer, a design, and a creator. And so that was a that's a part I had trouble with to say that the world came into existence without a design, without a designer, without someone creating it. I, I could not buy that. But some people can, and that's their faith. That's the word I was saying that was good that you used. That's their well, faith. Well, I don't know. As an atheist, I don't know that I would say that it's faith. I would say there are certain things we just don't know. But you have to. You can't. There you are can't live in things, the unknown. You have to. There are think certain something. things that we don't understand yet. But you know enough. You know enough. You're saying to say I know that that there was not a creator of this universe, but I don't know how it came to be. Uh. I, why can the universe not be infinite? If God is infinite, why can't the universe be infinite? Okay. Huh? What, what does that mean? It doesn't mean it's infinite. Well, I'm just saying, why can't the attributes that you assign to, and I don't know, I don't know if the, I don't know if the universe is infinite or not. I mean, these are things that are obviously beyond my scientific understanding, but it's just that you could ascribe things to, to the universe that you ascribe to God. You could say God has no beginning, no end. You could say, well, the universe has no beginning, no end. Now, I don't know if that's No, we could. Actual. That's fine. There's no reason to argue that. Yeah. I mean, it just... <laughs> but, but I think there's more of a... I, I, I think that from a atheistic perspective, we tend to take less on faith and say, well, I just don't know the answer to that yet. Mm. No. No, no, no. I disagree with that. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. I, yeah, sure. I well, go within with us, heathen, heathen, secularist, <laughs> we call it God of the gaps. It's like, if we can't explain something, then we say, yeah, that's proof of God. But then it's like, okay, let's wait and see, because we yeah. may figure it out and explain yeah. it. And, yeah. and you know this scientifically. Like, you can explain high-level shit that I couldn't understand on a scientific level that most people may consider a miracle and you're oh, like right. man a fucking miracle it's just <laughs> yeah. i could like do this in my backyard with a <laughs> lighter and a ballpoint pen or anyway yeah what fucking point are we making <laughs> that if we could if we could acknowledge that we're both you know a believer or non-believer whatever you want to call it or or, or living on, on a faith you know, okay, here's what I believe, and, I, and, I, and it's based on faith, and someone else is doing the same thing. Just acknowledge that and just mutually exist, you know, and, and be friends where there's overlap in other interests. And, you know, at some point, I could see one or the other saying, hey, I'm confused why you believe that, you know, and the consequences of you believing that is, is causing this, and I don't know if that's good. I think, and tell me what you think on this because when it comes to the unknowns, and and let's just go to the biggie, right? Like what happens when you die? Mm -hmm. I don't have a fucking clue. Yeah. I mean, I, don't, I have no idea. <laughs> um, and I don't need to debate that. Right. It's like, and maybe that comes from a certainty of, no offense, I'll use my invisible friend Tim over here. <laughs> My invisible friend, Timmy, has no fucking clue either. Like, he's <laughs> like, he can tell me he knows, yeah. but it's like, no, you don't. <laughs> right, right, right. But I don't care. I don't even need to have that argument. Yeah. And I guess if if there was a takeaway, 
if I were going to say, okay, here's a takeaway from this conversation is, and I'll, maybe I'll throw out a couple and you can tell me which one might be actually beneficial, but it's like negotiate the non-negotiables. Like there's no need to argue things that we just don't know. Okay. I, that, wait, that's not clicking. Negotiate. Well, I'm just saying like neither one of us have a clue what happens when we die. Okay. So let's leave that off of the debate. And it's like, well, you get to have your your perspective. I, you know, those things yeah. that we just don't know. Let's just yeah. be willing to say that, oh, I don't know and you don't know. Yeah. But what we do know is that we both are con- committed to benevolence. We're both committed to loving thy neighbor. We're both committed. You know, how you may yeah. phrase it differently than me, but let's not let the unknowns be artificial divisions that prevent us from doing a common good together. Absolutely. Yeah, I like that. And then I guess the other one is, and I'll say this from a more personal perspective, your religious belief is just a part of you, who you are. It's not the sum total of who you are. Like, I don't look at Greg and I don't like... The main, I don't, there's not like a neon sign (laughs) floating above your head that says Christian. Now, I know you're a great guy and I know that you do incredible things for people and you're one of the most self-sacrificing people that I have ever met. Now, I don't have a fucking clue if that's (laughs) just Greg Allen being Greg Allen or if that is a product of your faith and frankly, I don't fucking care. Mm -hmm. That's just a part of the totality of Greg Allen, who is my closest friend. Yeah. And you, the, the neon sign that does float above your head is like great guy. Who's my closest friend who would pretty much do anything for anybody. And I hope that the sign above my head isn't, debaucherous atheist. <laughs> Actually, I do kind of. Yeah, I know I do, you, deep I down do, you want that. I do kind of hope that that's the, but it's like, why are we letting these, these debates about the unknown really keep us from mm. doing the common good that we want to do? Right. Yeah. No, I'm, I agree with that a hundred percent. Yeah, we should be able to do that. And and I miss, I'll be candid with you, I miss church. I mean, there's yeah. cool shit at church. Yeah. Now, listen to the same dude talk so fucking long week after week. I do not miss that. <laughs> but seeing common people and singing common songs, mm-hmm. that is so fucking soothing. I mean, it just, that that sense and the problem is anytime i go to church it's like fucking return of the prodigal son it's like no man i don't know (laughs) i don't want to i just want to sing some songs and like give you a hug and like have a bloody mary (laughs) if you guys did bloody marys a lot more people would (laughs) go okay all right give you that in the wedding in Cana, right? Like Jesus made more wine. We've talked about that in a previous episode. Anyway, those would be my takeaways. Churches should have bloody Marys. (laughs) Okay. Wow. You got any 
<laughs> Any takeaways it, from this train wreck of a... It shouldn't be hard to come up with something better than that. It but, shouldn't be. But, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. but now... <laughs> yeah, let's try Let's see if you can. Well, I, I do want to you know, reiterate the idea that let's not worry about the things we don't know. Let's, let's have uh, what we would call charity in that. It's like, okay, you can, you can think that, I can think that, neither one of us is going to know. You know, but but there's got to be things that we can agree on that we have common interest in that we can do together, and just focus on that. That's that was that was my whole thing with the guys. Is it fair to say? Sorry to interject, but I just was thinking about this. Is it fair to say that is if a listener is struggling with the compulsion, either side, if there's an atheist out there, listen, that's like those religious people are just stupid motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Or if there's a religious pe- person that's thinking, well, that's just, those are just sellouts and they're just watering down the truth and you have to stand for something like mm-hmm. on either side, you're the fucking problem. Yeah, right. right. And if you can't look at somebody beyond their macro beliefs, and see them as an individual person, mm-hmm. then you're absolutely the fucking problem. Is that yeah. a fair? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's good. I don't think we're going to top that. That's your ball scratcher right there, <laughs> boys. You didn't think you were getting a ball scratcher today, but I came through in the clutch and I scratched your, no, you scratched your ball, helped you scratch your balls. You didn't think through that one. <laughs> I did not. That was the third beer right there that got me all confounded. Yeah. And we could, I don't want to, I'm not going to top that. I just want to add yeah. to it. Put a cherry the, on top. Yeah. Just the idea of being confident in, in whatever faith you have, you know, whether it's a religious thing or, or not, being confident in that and confident that your friend or the person you're trying to be friends with is going to allow that and you allow that for them. Right. You know, it's like, okay, that that's what you're believing and that's good, strong or weak, that's fine. And I'm gonna be confident so I can allow you to to push against it if you need to. And that's and that if I could put it in psychological terms, it's it's the difference between external locus of control and internal locus of control. When I have an external locus of control, I don't believe what I'm selling. Mm. So I have to convince other people. Oh, yeah, right, right. Because I'm real insecure and uncertain about what I believe. So if I can get you to believe it, then that increases my confidence. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, but that's it, what I think. Yeah. And then there's some person thinking, that's a bunch of bullshit right there. <laughs> Internal locus of control is I am completely unthreatened by your belief structure mm-hmm. to the point that I want to respect your belief structure. Mm-hmm. And when I'm confident in that, then I can peacefully coexist with you, mm-hmm. no matter what title you may wear. Yeah, yeah, that's that's great. And and I, you know that that ties into the idea about I want to say with you personally why people would would pull back is because they do hold you in high regard and they do know that that you see how life functions on some type of scientific level <laughs> you Fucking know neo man i'm like in the matrix i'm catching <laughs> yeah. bullets that's what happens when you're a shaman so so they're afraid they're like man i've only got a I'm actually six. doing neo movements right now <laughs> that's that's good people i wish anyway, they could see that i know because 
just just so they could get a, a taste see of what my you're life. Saying, yeah. right? That's exactly right. <laughs> now it made me forget. <laughs> oh yeah, if people were confident enough in in their own faith, and they could say, well, even though I, I respect Jeff's opinion, and you know, and I, I think he's a, a great guy, and and he knows this stuff, he's not going to try and dismantle my faith. But I think they're afraid of that. All right. Or they're just assholes. But, well, I'm giving some consideration to your position. <laughs> okay. We're going to keep both options on the table. Perhaps it is that or they're assholes. All right. All right, man. We have taken some hairpin turns today. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hope it has been useful, and I hope it will give you some things to think about internally mm-hmm. and consider where you are in – your internal locus of control, your personal belief system, and to whatever degree you feel compelled that you have to shove it down the throat of somebody else. And I hope it also gives you freedom to see people differently. Mm -hmm. And maybe people that you have had a reticence to really show love and commitment and friendship and camaraderie to Maybe now you feel like you're able to do that. And we can unify about around the things that we do have in common. And those things that we share in common, we can begin to make a difference in a world that desperately needs a difference to be made in. And we will see you next time. 